I want my first words to be a thanks to Father Peter for inviting me and having the staff of the past as well as the present be involved in planning our gathering here today. It's so wonderful that uh, this could be done uh, in a way that uh, brings people together. And I want to assure you, Bishop Peter, of my prayers for your continued uh, good health as you progress. And we have, as you know, our good friend, uh, Bishop Beekler, who really was one that when I left in 2010, we handed off the completion of the uh, re redoing of this wonderful uh, property of the sisters. And we owe a great deal of gratitude for his service. So thank you, Bishop Beekler, for all of you.
church in this country and something that you should all be very proud of. And, of course, uh, my own experience with the Native people. They have been really dear to my heart, and I'm so glad to see a good number of you here today. You have taught me so much about the spiritual life from your own experience of, as Catholic believers. Uh, for I tell people all the time, uh, for you, the curtain between time and eternity is much thinner than it is for people in Western culture. You help us understand the world, the spirit world, in a way that is so, I think, very enlightening for all of us, something that I'll always be indebted to. So today, I, I look out over this community, this congregation, with great uh, thanks. And I know that you also would want me to mention that there have been people outside of the diocese here in Rapid City that have helped. And the ones that come to mind so very easily for all of us are those of Catholic Extension. We're glad to have Father Jack Wall here and some of his uh, staff who uh, really, since for more than 100 years, have helped build churches and different chapels and ways in which this diocese has been able to prosper. So to you, Father Jack, thank you for your own uh, contribution and the work that you do at Catholic Extension. We're very grateful.
And the synod is quite simply this. It's about the Holy Father telling us, as we heard in the second reading today, that each one of us has been gifted with the Holy Spirit for the upbuilding of the church. What do we need to do in the way that we organize ourselves, the way we operate, the way we make decisions, to in fact give people confidence that the Holy Spirit is alive in each one of our hearts, and that Christ speaks to the church through each one of us, and that we need to be attentive to that. Here in this diocese, that has been something I believe has been very present in what I've seen in the years that I heard, the 12 years that I was here. People really do believe that the Lord is calling them to take responsibility for the life of the church. You did that during the years in which uh, the campaign for this wonderful facility took place. People stepped forward and made a real pledge and an obligation because they felt responsible. They felt the Lord was calling them. Keep that sense alive because the rest of the church can learn from what is taking place here as we take up the work of the sin. Also, we are taking up in these days a Eucharistic revival. What is important for us to keep in mind is that Jesus didn't come back from the dead to make a cameo appearance. And the Eucharist is not just Jesus popping into our lives at a certain moment during Mass in which we get an audience with Jesus. But rather, Jesus comes into our midst to take us to the cross so that we can take up whatever challenge that we have in life because, in fact, He has conquered death. And we should never be afraid to take whatever challenge is before us because He leads us in the universe as He's with us, dragging us by the hand so that we can go out into the world and make a difference. And we should always have that courage to do so. And that is why I chose the motto, Peace be with you, because I believe that so very deeply that Jesus is the risen Lord who's alive, alive right now in our midst, who speaks to each one of us. And it's important for us to take that responsibility of bringing about the salvation of the world. So I'm very, very pleased to be with you here this evening. You know, I have to, I was telling people in 2002, when we had the centennial of the diocese, and we also had the synod, and we had a campaign going on and all sorts of things, all in one year, that I was thinking of changing my motto. It was peace be with you, and so I was thinking of using that phrase from Paul's letter to the Galatians. How could you be so stupid? <laughs> but that year taught me that this community of faith here in Western South Dakota and Dakota is so strong and resilient. No matter what challenge comes your way, no matter what obstacle seems to be there, passing on the faith to the next generation, you're ready to take up that task. You're ready to allow the Lord Jesus to lead you forward because you're confident that He's with you every step of the way. And then, by His cross, He has conquered all death. So it's a great pleasure to be here with you today. Just to recover, once again, the ministry that I have here that has so enriched my life. I am a better bishop today, having served here as well as Spokane and now in Chicago, because of what you taught me and what I learned here from you. And that is why I once again say not only thank you, but congratulations to you for these past 25 years, because you have contributed so much to my life.